Hi, Richie. Hi, Sin. Hi, Philomena. Hi, how are you? Good, good. Hi, everyone. Guys, something magical just happened. What was it, Sin? Well, you tell us, Richie. Uh, we got involved with the mafia and some native owl spirits and uh, avoided avoided a remake of Weekend of Bernie's, narrowly. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of a little sad about that. I was really looking forward to that montage. Well, I guess that's going to have to be part two then. <laughs> we enjoyed a, a short one-shot game of, of my game I Hunt, the RPG. Mm-hmm. Uh, which he played themselves as millennial eye hunters, which is um, monster hunters in the gig economy. And boy, they performed perfectly. What a great job they both did. Sinclair Ritchie, welcome to beautiful, sunny San Gennaro, California. The weather is roughly 90 degrees Fahrenheit. It is a hot, hot summer. Most of Northern California is on fire right now, but that's a them problem, not a you problem. Oh, no. (laughs) The you problem as it stands is maybe Sinclair is working for a necromancer. I got that about right? (laughs) Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Sinclair, what was your plan as soon as you realized that maybe your boss was a necromancer? Google what to do if your boss is a necromancer. Perfect, exactly. The most natural solution to these kinds of modern monster problems. So you did some Googling and you ultimately found yourself to a forum of like-minded people who were discussing the problems that they have with monsters in the real world. Um, some of them are fruitcakes, some of them are flakes, some of them are imagining things, some of them are dating um, Mothman, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> but you happen to run across another poster who is very um, cogent, very intelligent, um, speaking clearly about the subject of ham. What did you do? I contacted them. Of course you did. Of course you did. And that's how we have in the city of San Gennaro a meeting between Sinclair and Richie. Sounds about right? Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. So um, one of the things that the forum talked a lot about is this app, this um, thing that you put down on your phone and it's like a dating app, but instead of it giving you, you know, boys or girls or others to take a look at it gives you monsters to kill for money and who doesn't love money in this economy right yeah (laughs) so ultimately you guys go back and forth and email a bit maybe you you know you have conversations and discord and that sort of thing but ultimately what you decide is you're probably not ready yet to go take down your boss does that make sense yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. So instead of doing that, you guys, you get together over coffee, you have some snacks, some delicious snacks, of <laughs> course. And uh, you you guys, one of you downloads the app, the iHunt app, and you're kind of, you're flipping through it. And there's, um, oh, okay, there's a werewolf. Um, oh, high, high possibility of death. It says it right there in the listing. That's, that's a no-go. Um, all right. Vampire. <laughs> oh, vampire horde, actually. Vampire horde? 
no, no, no way, no way. <laughs> That's um. Oh, the, here's this is um uh, shambling undead, kind of like zombies. Yeah, but that's like on the other side of town. That'd be way too much transit. Now forget that one. So you swipe mm-hmm. through a couple of them that look good or not good, and ultimately you land on one that looks like it has a bit of potential. And if you want to stick your eyes over on the Discord, I will show you the one that looks pretty good. Okay, so this is a Dark Watcher or something, and it says something or some things is harassing my crew and stopping my development business in its tracks. I want these things gone. I'm losing teeth and threw up nails last week. Urgent. And the reward is $1,000. Ooh. Sounds pretty good, right? Yeah, you could get, like, a Fitbit, sushi. (laughs) I could get a replacement phone capable of running this app, because I don't think my current one can. Oh, that's perfect. Your phone doesn't run the app. That's a really good thing to know. Good, perfect. Very, very good. All right, cool. So it seems like the logical job to take because it's the one I have the visual for. <laughs> not, not that I would be screwed if you guys said no, but. <laughs> so you you swipe right on this one. And uh, what that basically means is it sends a little ping to the client and they ping you back with further information. They'll, you know, they'll check your, your rating, see if any of the other clients have ever like review bombed you or anything like that. But this is your first job, so luckily you are in the clear. And the client is desperate. You'll notice also on there that it says, this has been posted for eight days and there's only two days remaining on the request. That means this guy has been suffering with like mouth nails for, you know, a couple of days now. And he is desperate. So he gets back to you immediately like while you guys are kind of joking about whether or not you're actually going to do the job or whatever immediately he's back to you and um the message is like in all caps and the spelling is really poor and um he gives you an address and he you know he tells you to come down as fast as you can and uh he doesn't say come armed or anything so you don't get the vibe that like he is currently being assaulted by monsters but there is an urgency there most definitely So who's driving? Neither of us have cars. (laughs) We're millennials. We take the bus. (laughs) (laughs) That's fantastic. So if we were doing a full, like, long-term game session, I would probably take you through some dice rolls to, like, figure out how you're going to get down there. Um, Mm -hmm. But, you know, we want to get to the good stuff. So we're going to skip that, and we're basically going to say, now, there's, there's a train, there's a bus line that goes down in that direction. Um, you are about 30 minutes outside of the city. It's like basically where, you know, you have the city and then you have the suburbs and then you have kind of open spaces between the cities, um, where they're building new suburbs effectively. And this particular area is called Valle Luna. And it is, it's basically being built up and filled with McMansions. That is to say very big buildings in cul-de-sac neighborhoods that um, upper middle class or lower upper class people will will buy. But the houses don't actually last very long. All the facades are phony. It's very nouveau riche, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but there is a bus line because wherever there are rich people, there are people who have to come work for them. And of course, you know, their employees aren't going to have cars. They're going to take buses just like you guys. They're all, they're all hustling just like you are. Mm-hmm. So, you drive from 
um, you know, from sunny San Gennaro, the beautiful but but beaten down California city, out into the midst of basically nowhere plus ugly houses that are too big. <laughs> <laughs> and you go to the bus stop, you have to walk a bit to get to the location. Um, is there anything important that you guys discuss or plan as you are sort of driving um, in the bus? Oh, can we plan on how to raise our price? <laughs> um, you can. Um, you can absolutely try to do that. Typically, the way that the app works is that you can't change the price that they're paying you through the app. But that doesn't mean that some people don't, you know, kind of corral for cash in addition it's not commonly done, but there are there are some hunters out there who have been at this game long enough, and they are mean enough that they can, you know, kind of intimidate clients. So you'll kind of want to like have to feel out whether or not you can intimidate the client. But it is it is on the table. Richie, I got a plan. <laughs> <laughs> when we get to the person's house uh -huh. and they tell us the problem, regardless yeah. of how big or small it is, yeah. do a really really dramatic face. So that I can be like, we got to get something extra. Cool. I'm not sure I can I can bullshit a better explanation is the problem. Richie, I wanted to remind you that your drama is this is a bad idea, but okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think we can agree that this is definitely a bad idea. So what I'm going to suggest to you, yeah, give in, and I will give you yeah. an additional fate point. Okay. Okay. Thank you. No problem. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So you are going to be starting out into our dice rolling with six fate dice instead of the standard five, okay? Thank you. Or not dice, points. There we go. I, I will get my dice from my snack covenant mug. Do you have fate <laughs> dice? No, no, I just have regular D6. I ordered some fate dice, but they didn't arrive because nowhere in Australia sells them. Don't worry about and it. I shipment understand. Shipment is very slow because of the pandemic. Yeah. I guess we are clearly going to have to push into the Australian market. Obviously. Definitely. <laughs> so you are sitting on now six fate points because you have given in to this terrible idea. And I'm I'm down for it. That's all. Thank you. So when you get off of the bus and you head in the direction that you have been given um, instructions to go, it's um it's like a construction site here. So you can see it's a big, like, gross mud field, basically, where they have raised a number of trees. So it's like they've created a fake uh, tree line to make room for more of these McMansions, more of these big, ugly houses. And, mm -hmm. like, you can still see, like, kind of the, you know, there's still some squirrels that are kind of confused about where they do and don't live now. Mm -hmm. There's very clear evidence that they took absolutely no concern about the ecological way to push into a forested area. They just cut it all down, build it with dirt, and they're building from there. As a 90s kid, I am deeply offended by this behavior, that kind of thing. <laughs> Captain Planet would be shaking his head right now. So you've been told that you can go ahead to the construction office, which is going to be where your client is going to be meeting you. But as you approach the construction office, uh, you don't have to go in or anything because he's pacing out front smoking a cigarette. And I'm going to give you another visual because as soon as you approach, this guy drops his cigarette 
and marches directly over to you with his hand out. Like, you know, he's just, he's ready to get this started. <laughs> hey, 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 are you, are you the, uh, are you the pest control? Is that right? Yes. All right. All right. My name's Chris Edmonton. I'm actually from back East and, uh, this is my father's construction site. It's been nothing but a headache. And you'll notice as he's talking to you, like his nose, the inside of his nose is red. Um, his lips are all like mm, chewed up, like either he's been chewing on them or he's been eating glass. Something something is definitely not right about this guy. He's a little yellow. He, he looks like he's absolutely been through the ringer. Right. Wow. Hi, Chris. Hey, you hey. look great. Tell us what's wrong. So, I don't know. I don't, you know, I don't go in for any of this shit, but somebody said something and they told me to go ahead and put this up on the app, said you guys were experts. Um, so basically we, we took over from my father. We set up all of the equipment. We got started building. Oh, it's a mess. The equipment keeps breaking. Everybody keeps having like the worst luck. Uh, I had a guy who was standing still and his leg just broke right under him. You never see that. It's, it's, it's impossible. Then I start getting sick, you know, and, um, I don't know. I was eating. It was pasta. It was fine. And then I get real sick. And when I'm, you know, in the bathroom, who, uh, bunch of nails come out, which let me tell you does not feel good. Wow, Richie, you look really shocked. This looks like a serious issue, doesn't it? Oh my god, it definitely does. <laughs> this is more serious than your ad and price led us to believe. Can we do something about that, Chris? <laughs> we know it's our first work on the app. Yeah. But like behind the scenes, we're kind of a big deal. I am a doctor, all right? <laughs> And she is a research assistant, so obviously we would not be making this up. All right. Fantastic. I'm going to have you guys throw some dice at this problem because you are okay. you are setting it up. So here's what we're going to do. What we're going to do is we're going to teamwork this role because what's going to happen is Richie is setting up the, the play here with his I'm shocked and also I'm a doctor. And then um, Sinclair is going to nail it with the no, we totally know. And this is a way bigger thing than you realize. So what we're going to do is I want you guys to take a look at your skill list there and tell me what skill you're using in this situation. Ooh. There's nothing wrong with saying I'm going to pick my highest skill if it makes sense. Like fighter would only make sense if you punch him. <laughs> but there's, there's nothing wrong with using, you know, it's, it's a system. It's fine to use the system as it is. Okay. So I am going to roll on academic because I have a stunt called Lawhound. And the idea behind Lawhound is that I know a bunch of, like, just a bunch of, of hyper-specific stuff. Cool, so cool, what cool. I'm going to do is I'm going to try using that to reference, like, a similar event that he might be familiar with to try to trick him into thinking the same thing is happening here. Cool. Very good. And um, it's... If we're going off uh, fate ones, it's like two fails and two, like, there's no successes. There's no successes. That's fine. No successes, yep. We're still, well, not yet, because we're still going to add your skill roll to it. And what's your okay. academic, or I think it's occult, right? Um, yeah, my occult is three, my academic is four. Okay, so that puts you up at a three. 
Um, so I'm, I'm giving this an average difficulty because this is, you know, the opening gambit. It's fine. So you've succeeded. And what that means is what, what you're doing here is you are creating an advantage. And the advantage is you guys sound real impressive. And, uh, <laughs> you, you've managed that success, that, um, thing. And what that means is now the aspect you guys sound, um, impressive exists in the world. And, um, when you create an aspect, it has, uh, two or one free invoke. So that means right. when Finn is rolling her dice, she can call on that aspect and it will boost up her role. So that's how team working works. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. And for the sake of the narrative, uh, Richie kind of, you know, strokes chin and thinks about it and says, ah, actually spitting up nails. Well, that's a sure sign of witchcraft. If ever I've heard it witchcraft and you think back and the guy's got that kind of like new york italian voice going on so you <laughs> cross out oh this is definitely the work of a maleficent strega and mm. uh and she, and he's like oh so he has heard of strega he knows that word and now he's looking a little worried mm. all right so sin what are you doing so now i'm gonna roll for socialite mm-hmm and it's plus one average. Mm-hmm. And since I'm two, that's like a three. That's like a three. And he, we're going from an average um, difficulty there. So that puts him at quite impressed. Um, now, mm-hmm. do you want to invoke that aspect? And that'll mean that you've succeeded with style. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we invoke the fact that you guys already look real impressive. He's already scared. Um, so that aspect kind of fizzles. It's gone. We don't have to worry about it anymore. Now he's like, he starts to bite one of his fingernails. <laughs> you know, there's a little bead of sweat along the corner of his, his uh, hairline. And he's like, yeah, I mean, I, I guess I heard of that. And, uh, and I appreciate that you guys are being honest with me here. So, um, look, the app's got these real specific regulations about overpaying and tip. I mean, pay. We tip, right? You know how it is, but, uh, we got to keep it under the table. You know, you can't go around telling people I tipped on this because I lose my account. It's a whole thing. So can you keep it between the three of us? Of course we can. Keep what between the three of us? Hey, all right. I appreciate that. And he like, he actually like pulls a wallet out of his back pocket and he opens it and he pulls out like a literal like fold of bills. (laughs) Like... (laughs) Like it's, you know, it should just have cocaine falling off of it. It's that kind of thing. So he peels off. You don't know. It's a couple of hundreds. He peels them off. He puts his wallet away and he just kind of like looks around and passes it to you. And it's like, that's it. Nothing else is said about it. It's done. <laughs> and a little, a little chill runs up your arms. Like, did I just get in bed with the mob? Is that what happened here? Like, <laughs> It's probably fine. It's probably fine. But, you know, so he's like, okay, so you think maybe this is some kind of witch thing? We'd have to investigate further, but at this point in time, it definitely looks to be witch-related, yes. Oh, man, that's uh, that's weird. He he, kind of, like, glances away from you, and he, like, looks into the middle distance where the trees are. And there's a, there's a dimness in his eyes, like something's unsaid is hanging on his busted lips. And then he like shakes it off, like, no, no, I'm, I'm strong. I'm, I'm not freaked out right now. I'm not a crippling coward. 
But there's something there that seems not quite right. He is, and we're calling this an aspect, he is hiding something. Can we like roll to see what he's hiding? Yes, of course you can. Absolutely. So I've just tossed out the aspect. He's hiding something. And what you're going to do is called overcoming the aspect. And it's just like what you did before. It's just like you're going to pick a skill and you're going to roll some dice. We're going to add them together. And your goal is to overcome the stat that I have made up in my head for <laughs> the, um, the aspect hiding something. So your goal is between one or the other of you. You can, you can both roll. You can only one of you can roll. It's up to you. But we need a, we need a dice pool above two. I have a plus three investigator. Hey. Okay, so I, I found a face dot roller online, so I'll just use that. There you go. Mm-hmm. And it's plus one average. Nice. Okay. Plus so, three, so that's a four. That's right. Okay, so you've actually you've succeeded with a boost because you've come over it and then some. So tell me tell me what you're doing with that investigator. What's kind of happening there? Well, there's a there's a construction site. And this guy yeah. seems kind of shady. So I think we'd sort of look around the site trying to figure out what exactly is going on here. Okay. Okay. All right. Cool, cool, cool. So, you know, you, you part ways, you do a little, like a little casual introductory investigation of the site. And, um, you know, you see some other guys working here. Um, they all look, shall we say, uh, ethnically similar to Chris. Right. Um, these are, and they, they run the scale between skinny little guys like, like Chris and, um, kind of guys whose eyebrows run together, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I am an Italian-American, so these broad stereotypes are based on my people, and I apologize ahead of time. Um, Thank you for explaining, because I didn't know what you were saying. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, these are, these are some, some broad Italian-American stereotypes. They are not <laughs> true. It is anti-Italian-American propaganda. Uh, <laughs> cancel me on Twitter. Um, so... <laughs> What's curious, however, is, um, you know, you guys have lived in, in California for a while. You know, for this kind of operation, it's very, very common to see what we call day workers. And day workers are people who are literally hired for the day. Most commonly, they come from Hispanic populations. There are no local people. There are no Hispanic people at this job site. None. Hmm. Mm. Oh. Why don't we go around the community and ask, like, what's up with this construction site? Can we do that? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. We should to. go to. Uh, we should go look for some some construction workers, right? And ask right. them if they've ever been offered a job in that area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very, very cool. Um, so, in conveniently, this will all involve a bus trip, so it's fine. Um, you know. <laughs> Uh, you guys have been around long enough to have overheard that some of the big box stores or the, the big hardware locations like, um, it, within, within the game setting, um, Carver's, which is a replacement for your Walmarts and that kind of thing. Carver's often has day, day laborers who kind of wait and people who need to hire them for the day will kind of drive up, tell them what kind of job they've got and if they're qualified or whatever. They pay in cash, they get in a van, they drive to the site, they do the job, then they go home. It's that kind of thing. So if you're gonna, if you're gonna run into some of the locals who work in construction who might have been hired for this job, that would be the place to go. All right. All right. Let's go. 
All right. So, um, you, you, you drive to a Carver's, um, there's big signs outside for, you know, sale this, buy this, 800 pounds of that for this price. You know, it's, 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 it's a bulk store. Um, and yeah, you can see, uh, kind of hanging out near the, the gardening section, there are a couple of, of, of fit young Hispanic men who are, um, you know, they, they look experienced with their hands. Many of them have their own tools with them. And like, they're kind of a little suspicious. Like they're, they're watching around because this is one of those places where police might give them a hard time because maybe what they're doing is not totally legal. It's a little bit under the table. So they're a little, a little bit suspicious of any, you know, I don't know, pair of white people walking up to them kind of randomly. Um, why don't you tell me what, what's your plan to kind of like, blend to be chill here well you know how we got an extra tip yes. could we offer some money for information oh my gosh are you throwing around some bills yeah that's the way this works that is correct <laughs> <laughs> so what do you do do you just walk out with hand with uh, money in front of your hand or what um, I feel like Tsuna in that episode of Reborn, where he's trying to bribe an official. I was waiting for you to bring up Reborn. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I get a face point whenever you guys bring up Reborn. Okay, Richie, how do we do this? <laughs> well, I've I've got um, social worker and organizer skills. Yes. So do. I was thinking I could try to talk to them about like is there anywhere around here you think is like unsafe Perfect. yeah I'm gonna say like I noticed that no one local was working on the construction site and Ooh. had they heard any stories about like accidents or something like that sure 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 okay okay um so we're gonna we're gonna work on building an advantage but first I want to kind of like feel out the scene a little bit you guys are pretty affable. Um, you're, you're willing to pay people for their time. So, you know, they're not, they're not totally recalcitrant to, to interact with you. Um, there's a, there's a young man there, um, whose name is Javier. I will not affect an aspect, an accent because I will do it poorly, but he is, you know, he is a mid thirties, mid forties. He's a hard worker. He's clearly worked his whole life and he's very level headed. And when you ask him about, you know, if there are any suspicious construction sites or anything, he, he hums and haws a little bit, and then he's like, all right, to be on the level with you, Edmonton Constructions, those guys, and he lowers his voice, those guys are with the mob. They are definitely with the mob, and, like, none of us can afford to get mixed up with that kind of thing. And the guys around him kind of nod. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, it, it feels like it's got to be more than that. You, you feel like there's something else going on here. So what I want to do next is you're going to create an advantage and creating an advantage is basically, we've, we've talked about these aspects that we make to describe the scene. You are going to pick out of this group of, of working guys, the one who looks like he wants to tell you something. You know what I mean? Right. Okay. So, um, so we're going to create an advantage. It's the same thing. You pick a skill, you roll the fate dice, and then we see how that turns out. So. Who wants to anchor that? Uh, Sin, what are your skills? Hang on, I've got your sheet up. Hang on. You have you have spy. Oh, would would that work? That would absolutely work. That would absolutely work. You've noticed some behaviors, you know, human behaviors that look a little like, hmm, 
So go ahead and why don't you give us a roll with Spy. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and roll with Spy. Mm -hmm. Plus three. Oh, very, very good. So what's that in total? So that's five total. Five total. That is what we call superb. All right. So effectively what happens here is, is, um, Sin has created the aspect, that one over there. And, you know, you're kind of like looking through the crowd, you know, you're talking to, you're talking to Javier and you notice a younger guy in the corner who's a little bit more excited. Like he's like kind of looks like he's got something to say, but the guys around him won't like let him move to the front to tell you. Mm-hmm. So you, you nudge Richie and you're like, hey, take a look, you know, <laughs> see if you can get his attention. Um, so now Richie, you can use that aspect that we have, which is, um, that was that one movie. over there. That one over there. That's right. Yeah. Um, and, uh, because you did so good on your creative advantage, you succeeded with style. So that means the aspect has two free invokes on it. So you can, you can roll to negotiate with this guy and still have an invoke on this aspect that you can use down the road. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so Richie, why don't you tell me how you're approaching him and throw some dice at him and let's see where we go from there. Okay. Uh, okay. So I've got, I've got a plus three investigator and a, and a plus two social worker. Ooh. So I could try one of those. And I think that like, Right now, I'm trying to get him on my side, not yeah. get information out of him. So I'd try social worker. Perfect. Very, very good. Okay, so I will roll. And it is a plus one. Nice. Okay. And with your skill? Uh, that's a three. Okay, three. That's a good roll. That's very, very good. Okay. Now, um, do you want to take one of those tags from that aspect and turn it into a five? Not yet. Okay, that's valid. Okay, okay. Because okay. we're just trying to get him to, like, open up a little bit. All right, all right. He He's like, you guys, um, you had your coffee today? Yeah. Yes, and Sin loves her coffee. I, I prefer uh, sugar-free energy shots. He, like, looks <laughs> at you for a second like he's totally not processing what you're saying. And then he sighs and he says one more time, you guys want to go get some coffee? Yeah, let's go get some coffee. Yes. <laughs> okay, all right. So, you know, there's the, there's the big box store, and then there's all the little, like, stores along the side. But more interestingly is there's a little um, a little van that's serving um, actually Cuban-style coffee out of it. And that's a really tiny cup of very, very hot, very, very intense coffee. And he kind of guides you over in that direction. There is a, a a handsome older Cuban fella in there who nods at you as you come over. And the guy kind of holds up three fingers and the guy puts out three coffees and, and um, the, the young guy just picks his up in this little tiny demi-class cup and he just puts it right down in his face. And like, are, are you going to follow suit? Yeah. 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 All right. So um it burns like um awake. <laughs> it's it's intense and like it's one of those things like you know sometimes you drink some coffee and then about 20 minutes later it hits you and you're like oh there it is. 
Um, no, this stuff doesn't wait. There's, there's absolutely no, there's no distance between I have drank it and it's kind of given me the shakes. So <laughs> now you're awake. Um, <laughs> this guy is unfazed. Like this is a regular order for him. So, you know, it's the, the coffee equivalent of an alcoholic, I guess. Right. Uh, so, so he nods to you and he kind of leans on the tr- the van and he says, you're talking about, I'm not going to give it, can't do that accent. That's the wrong accent. <laughs> he he kind of shrugs and he says, so you guys are talking about the, the Edmonton place, huh? Yeah. 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 That's the one. That's, um, the other guys, they don't like to talk about this sort of thing because it's, it sounds stupid. But, um, that's sacred land. Like, I mean, nobody really believes in that kind of thing anymore, but all of us have grandmothers, you know? And if our grandmothers collectively heard that we were working that site, I mean, when they broke ground, there were protests. There were, there were, there were, there were Chicanos out there, um, with signs. We tried to get injunctions from the state. Everything we did at every turn trying to ask for that land to be left and kept sacred. Um, there was always some reason that these slime balls got through. And, you know, I don't want to be superstitious, but We've heard a lot of bad things happen out of that location. And I don't know. As far as I'm concerned, whatever is happening to those guys, they've earned it. I, I would like to agree with him. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I guess our job here is done. Oh, nice job. That's a great hunt. Congratulations. No, no. <laughs> so, in fairness, you guys could walk now. But what will happen if you walk now? is this guy Chris is going to get on that app and he is going to blast you. And theoretically, if he's, you know, if your score goes bad enough, you'll be off the app forever. I was more concerned that the mob was going to come after us, to be honest. Hey, don't <laughs> discount that possibility yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, But can we ask him if, like, he knows what exactly we're dealing with? Like, specifically? Yeah, he's real hesitant to give you specifics because he feels real silly about it. What are you going to do to make him feel more comfortable? Get him more coffee? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to give him more stimulants to get him to relax. That's interesting. Okay, okay. I'm I'm going to use my social worker skill again to yeah. remember like that I I have been keeping up with like local events and local political things and worker disputes yeah. and indigenous land disputes and things like that. And um, try to like remember something specific about, because I, I will have heard of that case before and I'm okay. going to try to like use that to get him to talk more. Sure. And maybe get him on my side a bit more. Sounds good. Okay. Throw okay. some dice. Okay. Let's try. Plus one. Plus one. And then your skill is two, so that's a three. Okay, three. That's good. Do we have like any invokes or whatever? Could we use that now? So what you would do? There's a couple of things that you have your fate points. You have five of them. Richie has six of them. Um, what you can do is you can, yeah, you can spend a fate point and you can use one of your personal aspects to bump it up. Um, you can you can use one of the fr- the free invokes that you have on the aspect. This guy. And that'll bump it up by two. Um, in a pinch, you can spend a fate point to cancel out a roll and re-roll it entirely. Um, but that's kind of a, that's a last, you know, last mm-hmm. desperate thing. So don't do that. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but you have some aspects that you could play with if you want to. Um, it's worth noting you have, in fact, you know, you've swayed him a bit by talking about the local situation. He's he's invested. Okay. But, you know, it's the difference of he's invested or, you know, this is going to be an aspect that you can carry with you to the next scene. It's up to you. What do you think, Richard? Um, well, we could say that, like, because our aspect is that we 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 singled him out as yeah. a, a significant person. We can say that maybe, like, I suddenly recognize him. Yeah. Like, he may have go. been interviewed. Perfect. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so we used one of the invokes on that aspect. Perfect. Absolutely correct. Yeah, he um he's he's a little impressed that you're paying such close attention, and you know he tells you he's actually he's a member of a of a union that's trying to um they they kind of they low key help um, undocumented people get the correct documentation. Um, you know he's a real freedom fighter. He's he's really doing the good the good work. And since you're cool. <laughs> He's willing to tell you that, like, okay, look, you know, this is one of those, I heard from a friend who heard from a friend, but these are good guys. These are people who can tell you, you know, who they're sober. You know what I mean? A couple of people have been up to that area of the woods before ground was broken on the construction. And uh, you'd see these these lights, like like two pinprick lights. And you'd see them in the trees. And, you know... I, I said it was birds or coyotes, but they're real sure it's something else. And uh, I have a cousin. I have a cousin who's been a little bit further um, further south, you know, in California, uh, near Monterey. And they got something out there up in the mountains, in the uh, St. Lucia Mountains, they call the Dark Watchers. And he whispers this, like he's afraid to say it too loud and draw attention. And he swears what he saw up in them woods is exactly what he saw in the mountains. I don't know. It's an urban legend. Who knows? But, like, these are mm-hmm. decent guys, so they're not going to just make stuff up. I'd like to take the opportunity to lean in slightly and make eye contact with him as he's talking. Okay. Okay, okay cool. Yeah, he's he he appreciates that face-to-face thing. He He definitely... The machismo says, yes, this is a good stand-up guy. He's making eye contact with me. Very, very cool. Sorry, is that a thing for my hunt, or is that something Richie just made up? No, that's just something I was imagining if I was there, that's what I'd do. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, thanks. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. We can narrate what we're doing, because it's like oh, tabletop, so yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, okay. think of it visually. Think of it like a movie or TV. You can always tell me, okay, fade to black, you know, <laughs> smash cut <laughs> two, you know. Okay. You know, I, I know, I know enough about TV production that I can go along with any of that stuff. So <laughs> that's cool. Um, yeah. All right. So you've got, you've got a word now and we're going to hold on to that word. That's a little bit of knowledge you've got. Um, you, oh, let's say, Richie, we're going to give you the advantage, um, because you're a lore hound. We're going to give you the advantage of, or we're, the aspect dark watchers, question mark, exclamation uh-huh. point. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Dark watchers yeah. in Parabang. That's the one I was looking for. All right, cool. So you have an aspect of the free invoke on that, right. and you have one more free invoke on this guy. Do you want to like push that, or do you want to see if you can call it back later? I think we'll save it for later on. All right, okay, that sounds good to me. So you've gotten some info. You've had too much coffee. Um, you're a little jittery. <laughs> <laughs> What's the next plan? 
Can we Google what a dark watcher is? Of course you can. But more importantly, where are you going to Google what a dark watcher is? On my phone? <laughs> you could do it on your phone. I That's have true. a better suggestion. Yes. Okay. Um, I would like to use the academic skill to oh. look up dark watchers on a academic database. Oh. From your phone? Well, from from Sin's phone because my phone's yeah, yeah. broken. So it is worth noting, of course, that you can also go to your university to do a research montage if you'd like. Yeah, let's go to your university. Why you got to be using all my data all the time? <laughs> all right. Excellent. Okay, so we we start the transition to yeah. you head up to the university. You are going to go do your cool montage with papers flipping and notes being taken and all that sort of thing. <laughs> I, I feel like the university I worked at would be really underfunded and have a terrible library, but uh, <laughs> because of where it is, someone would have written a paper on the Dark Watches due to proximity. I'm going to say that you you are a community college teacher, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, the community college has a, a pretty crappy um library however you do on occasion if you want to pull some strings technically you have um uh research access at the um university of san Gennaro. go fighting wampus cat um if you want to head up there or if you want to go to your university either way is fine i just wanted to plug the the fighting wampus cat uh. (laughs) okay I, i think we'll we'll head up to the university and i'll like pull some strings with people i know from there Fantastic. Very, maybe very my good. maybe my like old uh, academic supervisor works there or something. I'll be like, hi, Fantastic. can I Perfect. please? Yeah. And um, normally I might give you a scene where you would kind of have to schmooze a little bit to get that going. But again, we're doing the short <laughs> punchy version. Um, <laughs> speaking of punching, <laughs> you guys get off the bus. You are walking across the luscious campus of um, San Gennaro University. Um, everybody's wearing the blue and yellow because that's the university colors and it's, it is hot. So nobody's wearing their, 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 their cool hoodies or anything, but, um, there were enough students here who are big fans. And, um, as you make your way through a couple of buildings, you, you're on a, a street that's kind of like where the university meets the, the, the city, if that makes any sense. And, you know, moving through the buildings there, past the building around to where your the thing is, where the library is, you are briefly on sort of city streets when uh, a car pulls up real fast, um, mm-hmm. like aggressively fast. And it mm-hmm. parts, it skids, you know, kind of. <laughs> and two very big guys definitely rocking that monobrow like it's going out of style tumble out of the car they are not carrying guns but they are absolutely carrying some kind of violent intent shall we say and they are walking directly towards you they have pinned you you are exactly who they are headed towards there is no confusion in their three or four brain cells they're coming at you right right what do you do? Sin. I don't appreciate their attitude, so I'm okay. going to roll on my fighter. <laughs> All right, so you're going to, instead of waiting to find out what they're going to do, you're just going to rush up and duck, deck one. Is that what I got here? Yes. That's a girl. All right, that's fine. Cool. 
Um, so how this works is you are going to roll to beat their defense roll. Um, so let me, let me tell you what that is. So you know how high you have to go. Um, click to reroll. Okay. They rolled terrible. Like literally that's what the little word is. And, <laughs> and with the, um, with the limited amount of actual skill that they have behind them, um, that's going to take their terrible up to mediocre. Uh, so you, any, basically they're, they're at a zero. So anything okay. that you roll above zero is going to be oh, an out. Okay, lots of pressure. No pressure. Plus three, yes. Plus three, plus your skill. Plus three, plus four, the, that's a seven total. Right. Are they still um, alive? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh crap, we're going to jail. So, so these guys, these guys are marching up towards you. One of them's got brass knuckles. I mean, these guys are here with violence in, in their heart. And Sin just walks up to them and just, like, she doesn't even punch one. She grabs her other wrist and yanks her elbow up into his jaw so hard that his teeth hit the guy next to him. Like, <laughs> boom. <laughs> it's brutal. You've never seen anybody hit anybody that hard that fast. Um, anybody who's kind of like on the street moving around campus, they all stop and they see this slightly smaller woman just throw this guy out and swear to God, there's some clapping. <laughs> and everybody claps. Everybody claps. Um, Albert Einstein. <laughs> that's right. They're, they're renaming the physics building to Sin's Elbow. Um... And, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play with that a little bit because you are an influencer. You, you've already got a little bit of internet credibility. Um, because you nailed it so hard, I'm gonna say somebody had their cell phone out at just the right moment. <laughs> just happened to catch you. And like, the cut is like, you were clearly the hero. There's no debate. You didn't just attack somebody that was at all. You were totally justified thanks to the angle that the camera has to be at. And that, <laughs> that already has about 50,000 views. You don't know how? My mom would be so proud. Your mom is like, yay! And she doesn't even know why. Um, <laughs> she just got a warm feeling. Um, so, <laughs> the one guy a wiser fellow than his peer um, just runs to his car. Like, he just, he's like, the hell with this, I'm out. Um, and you have a guy on the ground, kind of like spitting some blood in teeth. He's not going to put up any other fight. Are you, what are you going to do? Well, we're like, hey buddy, what's up? What'd you want? <laughs> um, he, <laughs> he spits and he he groans and he says, don't, don't, don't mess with Edmonton. They're, they can't be working there. <laughs> oh my God, I can see inside of my skull. I think I've got a concussion. Are there angels singing? <laughs> I feel like we should, we should take him to the nurse's office. Is there a nurse on campus, Richie? Yeah, we should. Okay. So can we, like, pick him up and drag him to the infirmary? We should try to talk to him on the way. 
Richie, do you want to you want to you want to throw some dice at getting some info out of him? Um, yeah, I think uh, I think because he's he's been hurt pretty badly, um, he'd be in a mood to like just not fight back. So, uh, we will try we will try investigator this time because it's slightly higher than social worker. Absolutely. So it oh, it's a zero. It's mediocre. That's fine. Then your skill three. That's great. So I imagine kind of investigator, you know, we, we all love our private detectives, but let's be honest, when they call them dicks, they weren't joking around. <laughs> you, um, you don't just ask him a couple of questions. You take his wallet, you know, you, you figure out who this guy is because, you know, he was going to do violence on you. You know, yeah, you, you get a name. He's 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 got a very Italian name, shall we say. Um, again, I'm so sorry, the Internet. Please don't cancel me. Um, he, um, you know, he's, he's connected. You get the, the impression that the, the number on a card, it, you know, it's written in big black marker to make sure he can read it is like to some boss that he's supposed to call if he has any trouble. Um, he's got one of those phones that only has like four numbers in it, mm-hmm. you know, like a kid's safety phone, but for adults, um, <laughs> between what you find in his wallet and, um, just kind of what he, tells you in his his hazy state is that um edmonton and his family are pushing in on somebody else's turf and this guy even though you have laid him out and you know you're helping him out and everything he's still not willing to tell you who he works for it's one of those things like i don't even say the guy's name that Mm -hmm. kind of level of criminality and all he says is the edmontons are on a list we thought you guys were maybe working for the Edmontons, but if you're not, you know, if I recover, I will try to tell my boss that you're not related, but you got to be on the lookout in the meantime, because our gang effectively thinks you're working for their gang and they don't want you to be. Great. Okay. I mean, literally you are, you've taken money from them, but you know, whatever. Yeah. Officer, how were we to know? So, so now you're in the middle of a turf war. Uh, that's fun. Um, and and you you drop Ricky off with the the school nurse. <laughs> I give him a little hat as we leave. Okay. All right. Cool. Okay. Okay. Sorry, Ricky. Honestly, she's not going to ask too many questions. Like this is more than she gets paid for, so it's fine. <laughs> Um, she's, she's going to patch him up and send him on his way. She doesn't even want to know what you guys were up to. So, okay. All right. You have successfully evaded a thug with, um, precision and accuracy. It is time for that good old fashioned research montage. So the way that we worked this, this is, again, we're going to create an advantage. This is all to kind of build up your, you know, your list of aspects that you can use in any larger confrontation. And ideally what we want here is we want another aspect that succeeds with style. To get that, generally we want to teamwork it. So one of you does a role to buff the other's role. So that second role, that anchor role is real big and real impressive. I think that like, cause Sin is the research assistant and her, yeah. her academic is plus two and I'm the researcher and my academic is plus four. Then uh-huh. she should be the one to buff me. That yeah, so I roll first and then Richie rolls? Is that? Yeah, you're, so basically what we're going to do is you're going to roll and I'm going to tell uh-huh. you what you discovered based on your roll. 
And then Richie can use that additional information to make his role bigger. Ah, uh, okay. All right. All right. So I'm going to roll on academic. Yes. Plus two. Fair. Plus two. So that's four total. Four total. All right. So we were going with, let's say, fair. Uh, and so you beat it by two. And I will check my notes just a moment. That means you've succeeded. So you have an aspect with one free evoke on it. And let me tell you, the Dark Watchers are definitely a thing. So it's one of those things like it's an urban legend that maybe had a Native American history, but like that's been kind of lost as it's been retold into English and that sort of thing. Um, there's a possibility that they were originally like canyon spirits, just like the little people, like sort of faith folk like creatures who just like would live in a mountain range. And, you know, they would respect your ancestor spirits or they would be related to your ancestor spirits. And, you know, if you were a good law abiding um, uh, First Nation, you would be fine with them. And if you weren't, they would give you a hard time. But they weren't like aggressive. And if that's what these things are, one, they're in a weird place because they're usually more like a mountainous kind of people. And two, the nail still doesn't make sense. That's still weird. So we have one aspect, Dark Watchers, all right? And that has one free invoke on it. Richie, where do you want to go? Uh, so I, I now roll and she's buffed my roll? That's right. So basically, right. Okay. you're going to roll. After you roll, you call in that aspect and we'll give you a bigger aspect as a result. I got negative three. Nice. Richie. <laughs> I actually did worse than you. Don't panic. We're good. We're good on this. Okay. Um. There's plenty of ways that we can stack up this roll. So first of all, what's your skill? It's plus four. Plus four. Okay, so we're at one. So we're fair. That's good. Yeah. Do you want to invoke, do you want to build on her research? I think, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Of course. All right, so you get your free invoke. We're going to we're gonna forget about the Dark Watchers aspect. If we were playing, like, live in front of a table, I would be writing these things down, and it would be a little easier to keep track of. Uh, but we're not, so it's fine. Um. <laughs> So, okay, so now we're up to a plus three. You also can spend a fate point to call in one of your personal aspects, if any of them apply. What do you think? Yeah, do it. YOLO. Do it. Well, uh, all right, okay, I'll use that fate point that I got earlier for yeah. going along with Sin's plan. Okay. okay. Right, right, perfect. And what, what aspect are you currently calling on? Um. So, all right, because Sin did better than me on the research role. Yeah. I am going to invoke this is a bad idea, but okay. And just okay. let her dig deeper because she seems to have hit on something. Oh, okay. All right. All right. So instead of kind of taking over from in there, Richie is like, yes, that's it. You've got it. This is it. Um, you know, he, he brings you a bottle of water and dabs sweat from your brow. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah. Rich is the true professor making the research assistant do all the work. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's that's very valid. Very real. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so there's, there's papers being moved around. You guys have gone over to the uh, microfiche. You know, it's, it's that kind of thing. And, um, yeah, the problem here that you're finding is there's something again it's it's something specific to this local area so that means it would be from oral traditions of the people here or tribes from the people here 
who maybe don't have written history. So it's, it's absolutely safe to say whatever those things are, they are definitely related to the kind of dark watcher, um, fair folk kind of thing. But there's something specific about them to this area, which might account for the, the males thing. It might not. Right. Um, but the vibe that you're getting from other kind of like you find some, some first, you know, first voice references and, you know, some older text suggests that like these are nocturnal. Whatever these beings are, they are absolutely friendly to the locals, absolutely problematic towards um, invaders, nighttime critters, big eyes, glowing, maybe cause bad luck, or bad luck is incidental when you annoy them, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it, it all fits. It all fits. But what you don't have is like a specific name. But you have an idea of how to find them, if that makes any sense. Right. Okay. Okay. All right. So basically, we're going to call this like Dark Watchers Plus. Okay. okay. We put all those dice pools that those dice together. So now you have it with Dark uh, Dark Watchers Plus question mark has two invokes on it, and you can use that in in whatever future scene you want. Okay. 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 All right. Very very good. So what are you going to do? I think it might be time to go back to the construction site. Back to the construction site? That makes sense. Cindy, you think we're going back to the construction site? Let's go back to the construction site. So let me ask you, can we we talk to Chris and be like, maybe you want to build it somewhere else? Whatever (laughs) it is building? I have have, um, a specific question for Chris. I want to see the nails he threw up. Ooh, ooh. I, right, I, cool. I want to see if they are the same nails that are used on the construction site or they're just some old nails. Ooh, uh-huh. that's so good. I wish I'd thought of it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, all right. So, so, so let's take a look at kind of the timing of things here. So you went all the way out, about 30 minutes outside of San Gennaro, came all the way back. You had too much coffee. You went back, you got into a fight, you helped a guy to a nurse's office, um, and in the process became internet celebrity. <laughs> At what point can I eat? Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> can we grab a snack? Well, you can absolutely grab a snack. Of course you can grab a yeah, snack. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Can we go to Subway? <laughs> Richie, are you down for Subway? Um yeah, I'm. Uh, are we going to miss the bus as a result of Sin ordering a giant sandwich? <laughs> the bus passes by all the time. I know what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's people all coming right, in okay. pretty late. Okay, okay, okay. However, we will say that it will be just dusk as you reach the construction site, thanks to the hoagie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you know the sunsets in San Gennaro and outside of it are spectacular um you are i want to say east so you're a little bit more towards like the mountain range than you are towards the the ocean side of things but oh the way that the the yellow of the sky fades into an orange into a into a red into a purple into this perfect violet that suggests this liminal space you are currently between day and night in this like dangerous knife's edge of Everything you know 
and everything that is possible based on the monsters that you know lurk in those woods. I'm so happy to be experiencing this moment with my cheesesteak sandwich. I, I act that's exactly what I pictured. I pictured what Philomena's saying, and then it, like, <laughs> tilts down to sin, and she's just eating, <laughs> eating a hoagie. Like, you know, the majesty of the sun, of the sunset, and then you just hear, crunch, 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 and, like, <laughs> the sound effect interrupts this moment. And it cuts back to Sin eating and Richie just standing there looking at her Sin eating like he's aware on some level that she just messed up the shot. It's perfect. <laughs> a beautiful moment. Um, and if we were playing long term, I would ask for you to make a selfie out of that moment. Selfies are a part of our, our character advancement. <laughs> Um, and it would be kind of like, remember that one time there was a gorgeous sunset but you were eating? Would be a really good selfie. Um, but for the one shot, we'll hold off on that particular idea. That's just a little teaser for the audience who wants to look into playing the game long term. <laughs> Alright, so you're back at the construction site on the knife's edge between day and night. You're going to go find Chris. Is that the plan? Yes. Yeah. As you are getting off the bus and you are walking towards the construction site, uh, you see... And I got a visual aid for this, so let me go ahead and give it to you. A very, very, and I mean this, very old woman sitting like kind of near the bus stop. She has a woven blanket spread out, um, and she'll be over in the Discord if you want to take a look. She has knickknacks kind of spread out there on, on her blanket. She is ancient, absolutely ancient. And, um, she looks up at you as you two are walking by eating. She points a, a wizen finger up at you, the two of you, and it, you know, her hand trembles. So it's hard to see if she's pointing at one or the other of you. And she mm-hmm. points back at the construction site and she says, that's an evil place. She tells you without, without hesitation. And then she lowers her hand. Like it's a little bit difficult for her to keep it aloft for long. Mm-hmm. You need tools to keep you safe in an evil place. Do you have tools to help us? I'm glad you asked, dearie. And she, again, will have a, a, a thick ethnic accent that I'm not going to try to recuperate. So I'm, you know, just assume that my old witch accent is actually appropriate here. Um, let's just pretend. Uh, they'll recast me when they make the movie. Don't worry. <laughs> I've got trinkets for you. Things that are old and filled with old magic. Yes, I, I think I can keep you safe for the right price. And she gestures to what looks like, you know, very beautifully handmade, um, beads and, and charms. Um, you know, they, they give you like a little, little sparkly feel. Like uh, maybe it's because they're very beautifully handmade, but also there's, I don't know, there's mm. a little energy there. Um, can we like roll to see maybe Richie or something yeah. to see which ones would actually help us and which Absolutely. ones we would get? So I, I'll use a cultist to see if I recognize any of these. All right. Hit me with that roll. All right. And it's, it's a negative two. Negative two. Oh my God. Don't forget your skill. Uh, plus three. So it's a one. Yeah. Um, you know, um, you're, you're certainly sure that she knows her stuff. Mm. Um, you know, like everything, this is not like, um, it's not like boardwalk stuff yeah. where it's clearly just kind of thrown together or none of, none of the things, you're not going to turn over anything and see made in China on the back. Okay. You know? So I think mm-hmm. we'll, now we'll invoke Dark Watchers. 
to oh. see if I recognize any of the things there from what we researched. How interesting. Mm-hmm. Yes, actually, there is a piece. Um, it's not a rosary. There's no figure of, you know, Christian religious figure in the center. But instead in that center is an owl. Um, like it's doing some kind of very dramatic display. And it's very fierce. Um, and you're not sure which piece of my profiche, like, touched on that. But it feels like the right vibe here. Right. Okay. Do you point it out to her? Yes. So, you know, her her eyes are very heavy. Her lids are very heavy with age. But, you know, her eyes open enough when you pick that particular piece that they, they sparkle a little bit with like, ah, you know, game recognizing game, so to speak. Right. And she, she nods and she, she reaches over with her, her claw-like hand and she lifts it up to you. And she, she kind of like, she spies over the two of you for a minute. Like she's, she's um, checking your credit score with her mind. <laughs> and, uh, she says 50. Can we like be like, no, 20. Do you want to roll for don't, that? Don't. <laughs> okay, fine. Yeah, you I know, know you you're right. Them bills in your pocket, Sonny. How much did we spend on the sandwich? Twelve ninety nine. Because I feel like uh, after the two bus tickets and the sandwich, we have a uh, bus pass as well. We stick the do bus. We? So, okay. Yeah, Richie in California, um, in a, a college, will give you your pat bus pass. Like that's a pretty common thing here. Yeah, and actually, my lab pays for my bus pass, so there you go. That's, that's I never fair. got that. It's not fair. <laughs> Come to sunny San Gennaro, fight some vampires, get a bus pass. Yeah, it'll save. save. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so you, you peel off them 50s for this lady? Yeah. Very good. All right. Um, she she takes the money with one hand and, you know, kind of drops it like it's actually not of much concern to her. And Sin, she grabs your hand in like an iron vice. You can't believe how strong this old woman is. And she places the thing in your hand and she like holds it there with a real tight grip. Like, you know, if you, if you drop these, you're in, you're in some shit. And then she kind of withdraws. Like, that's it. That's, she's done with the interaction with you. So I turn to Richie and I'm like, wow, she has a strong grip. Good thing I didn't try to fight her. Don't say it out loud while she's listening. <laughs> Clever camera work happens here where, you know, Sin turns to say this to Richie, and Richie he puts his attention to Sin to respond. Don't say that while she's sitting there. And you, you know, you have this back and forth. And then when the ter- two of you like kind of recognize that you're having this conversation in public, when you glance back, the woman, the blanket, and her trinkets are gone. Wow. Ooh. Ooh. So you approach the construction site. The light is on in a um, like a van. That uh, not a van. That's not the right word. It's it's when you when you build a building out of a or a building is basically temporary. What's that called? A trailer. Yeah. English is my first language. I'm very good at, and I'm a professional writer, and I know words. <laughs> so the 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 main office of this construction site is a trailer. You see, lights are on inside, and um, when you come and knock, the door is actually kind of already pushed open. You can see there's a desk there. There's a lot of paperwork, but like. It doesn't look like the right paperwork, if that makes any sense. It looks like there's just paperwork there for the sake of being there. Nobody's organizing anything. Nobody's paying attention to any of that stuff. And you see Chris is sitting in a chair in front of the desk. And, you know, he's kind of got his, his, his knuckle pressed into his forehead. 
um, you know, he's he's going through it. Um, so what do you do? Hi, Chris. <laughs> Looking good as usual. <laughs> he like turns towards you with the hollow sunken in his eyes, like what? Richie had a couple questions he wanted to ask you. Thank you, thank you, Sam. Uh, I'd I'd like to start by saying that we did some research into your your mysterious eyes in the woods issue, and we think we might be onto something. But I would like to see the nails that you coughed up because those don't seem to be part of anything we've seen before. Well, you see, like at first when you say that you've done the research, his his face, you know, softens in a little bit of relief, and then you ask about the nails, and his brow knits back up again. Um, you know, he's going to need some injections to smooth out that forehead. That's for sure. Um, he's like the nails. I don't know, man. I didn't keep. Who keeps a bag of vomit nails around? Uh, you know, hold on. And when he gets up and he kind of like stands, he wavers a little bit on his feet, if you know what I mean. And when he speaks to you, there's there's some cheap whiskey in the air, as it were. Um, Chris has been has been self medicating, shall we say? Um, he he goes over to the little like kind of the outside of the office. There's like a you know a, uh, what we call it like a Johnny. What are they called? Portageon. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> the Portageon, and he like kind of gestures to it. Clearly, like there's a there's a don't use sign on it in like paper with marker. Um, like that's where he's just been and, uh, you're going to go in. He doesn't look like he's going to. I'll, I'll, um, cautiously peer inside. Okay. All right. I mean, it's a pretty standard. There's a little metal seat, um, where you sit and things go down. It's not like, you know, the inside is not sprayed with goo or anything like that. I'm going to peer inside the bowl and see, make sure it is just the nails. And nothing okay. else. All right. Um, it's not. Oh, okay. Sin, I'm gonna need your hoagie wrapper, <laughs> which to fashion a makeshift glove. Are you are you giving him the hoagie wrapper? I'll wait for you to finish. <laughs> <laughs> you sure? I'd like to keep them after I finish with them. I collect them. But behind the sea, behind sin, the sky is going from from darker purple to darker purple to blue. Okay, okay. If you if you give that to me, I will buy you another hoagie next time to make okay. up for it. Okay. So okay. I like happily handed to him. Okay. <laughs> so using the plastic from uh-huh. the hoagie wrapper, um, I have a I have a um plus one in maker, so I will use that to fashion a makeshift glove from sin's hoagie wrapper. Sure, sure, sure. Okay, so I'll roll. Uh, no, no, no. We're. Okay. I believe you. it's fine. Okay, cool. <laughs> are you just grabbing a handful of whatever's in there, or are you going to kind of like? I'm, I'm feeling sure. around trying to find something that feels like sharp and metallic. Sure. All right. So, for our audience at home, I would like to take a moment to um, identify a content warning. If you are currently eating, say, a hoagie, please stop. <laughs> um. So you know. We all know the consistency of when when food has not gone well. Uh, mm. That's not what you're experiencing here, Richie. You are, in fact, experiencing um, the larval form of certain uh, insects. Oh, yes, a, a preponderance of which is unlikely 
in any normal situation. Um, that right. is to say, now he was probably in a lot of pain. He only really noticed the nails, but this guy was, he was, he was bringing up, well, he was bringing up maggots and, yeah. and, and, and glass and nails. Um, this is some, some deep, gross witchcraft stuff. But when you do find one of the nails, well, you do find one of the nails. All right. So I'd now like to um, ask Chris if yeah. this looks like the nails he's using on the construction site. So his face is white. And, like, he's looking at you with his mouth just absolutely hanging open. Like, are you fucking kidding me? He doesn't say any of that. That's just kind of the flicker across his eyes. He stands agape a moment and then he like shakes his head and he's like, I don't know, man. It's a, and he tells you the, the sort of rough model of, you know, the, the length and the whatever the, I don't know how you measure nails, but however you do, he tells you roughly that's that kind of nail and every construction site knows, uses them. Right. So do we, we use them here? Yeah, of course we use them here, but that could be from anybody. They are big though. Right. Huh. It, it feels correct that they are connected to the whole thing, but it also, it is just a common urban legend that witches can make you vomit nails. That's a thing. Right. Sin, what do you think we should do next? Can the nail be used as a weapon? I mean, yes. Okay, Richie, hold on to that nail. It's all covered in maggots. I'm holding it with an improvised hoagie glove, like. Um, I, I would, I would point out, I would be, I would be, um, it would be an ill service of me to not point out that you are at a construction site, which I don't know if you guys have ever committed murder. Um, it is a real ideal spot for that because there are literally things to kill things with everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Are we going to kill Chris? No, I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You're saying we don't we don't need to keep this specific nail. No, uh, okay, okay. Then so forget that. Okay. Probably good. So, what would we normally do in this situation? Do we go out in the dark and try to figure out if we can see any of the owls or the the things and the dark watchers, or is it dangerous? Do we come back tomorrow? I mean. Okay, you know that they're not going to be there during the day. So coming back tomorrow is not going to help you out. It, it's weird to say, what do you normally do? Because I personally have never run into a situation where I was hired to get rid of a monster. So I couldn't <laughs> really tell you what I would normally do. So we have the beads that are supposed to protect us. And we're mm. already here. Can we go and try to find those things? I mean, of course you can. That is the eye hunt spirit after all. Um, the kind of go get them, earn some money, and buy yourself the expensive type of macaroni and cheese. So <laughs> common in I hunt. Um, I will, I will give you a little flashback to the old lady as you guys are kind of standing there debating it. And what she did was she pointed to the construction site and said, "It's an evil place." And then mm-hmm. she told you, "You will need tools to protect yourself." Mm-hmm. So we'll leave that hanging in the air as you like. Um, Chris is very nervous. He would like to GTFO. Um, and he's just kind of like looking for the manly way to say that and then run. Mm-hmm. Um, are you going to give him that opportunity or are you going to leave him standing there kind of uncomfortable? Uh, well, can we be like, Chris, looks like you have a lot of paperwork to take care of. Do you want to go do that at home? Hey, uh, 
And he doesn't even give you an excuse after that. He's like, he's just gone. (laughs) There's nothing nothing mystical about it. Like there's just a little Chris shaped smoke in the air. He's gone. (laughs) Okay. So before we go to try and find the dark watchers, can we like grab a sledgehammer or something? You absolutely can. Um, Why not? Just for the sake of things, let us build some aspects for these weapons because we can use aspects to reflect just about anything, including the sledgehammer that I just picked up. So, um, Sin, why don't you give me a roll to create an advantage? What should I roll on in this case? Uh, I mean, I could absolutely see an argument for you roll fighter because you know exactly where to find the thing to do the most grievous harm to someone else. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to roll fighter. Yes. And it's, oh no, it's minus two. Minus two. (laughs) So minus two plus four is a two. That's not bad. That's still fair. That's still a fair roll. Um, I would say that this is like a, a zero difficulty kind of thing. So you've already, uh, you've already exceeded your requirement there. Um, but my question to you is, do you want to buff this up? Do you want to make sure that you don't just pick a tool, you pick the correct tool? Yeah. How do I do that? All right. So you're going to spend a fate point. You're going to look at your character sheet and tell me which of your aspects, uh, goes along with this moment. Uh, okay. I guess impulse. I don't know. Do it, do it, do it. Impulse gremlin. (laughs) That's it. So let me put to you the the fact that you are looking at these things. Um, I don't know. Have you ever been to a construction site? Yes. There's a lot of unfinished construction sites in the union and you play on them as children. Oh, of course. That's right. right. (laughs) So um, you know what rebarb is, right? Like, you know, so. Let's just say you find something, and we're not going to give it a name because it's nothing as simple. It's it's not anything as simple as like a sledgehammer or mm-hmm. you know a nail gun or a chainsaw. It's like a chunk of concrete with nails sticking out of it on some <laughs> rebarb. You know, without a hesitance, that like this is your weapon of choice. It's like Excalibur calls out to you, but <laughs> Excalibur is made out of concrete, and you're like, that's the one. There you go. <laughs> Never has the sound been more appropriate. Um, so there's, the, there's this moment of, of understanding. She's, she's gifted by a, a brief moment of genius. She grabs up this, we'll call it a weapon with quotation marks in the air. And the camera cuts back to Richie just standing there going, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> And I'm going to go ahead and say that you do, in fact, have the aspect, I don't know, let's call it Asphalt Excalibur. That sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. So, Richie, what are you doing while she's um, arming um, herself? I might use my maker skill, which I have plus one in, to try to, like, maybe fashion something out of the, the junk that's lying around. All right, give me a roll. All right. Plus three. Plus three. Beautiful. Excellent. All right. So, okay. And with your maker of one, that's a four? Yep. All right. So that's passing with style. That means you got three free invokes on this. Um, Cool. Richie, have you ever heard of a pneumatic nail gun? Have I? (laughs) (laughs) 
Did you know that there's a small piece of plastic on many American models of these that if you pull it off of it, it becomes a weapon? No, I didn't, but well, I do now. <laughs> <laughs> so you basically have a nail gun gun. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, and you, so you guys are armed. You've got some, some magical charms that may or may not help you in the long run. Um, you're headed towards the woods, am I correct? Yes. Do we right. have lights? Do we have, like, torches? Flashlight. Flashlight. Flashlight? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I assume oh. there's some on the on the construction site. Yeah. There absolutely yeah. are. I'm, I'm totally comfortable with saying you guys just grab those. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So you head to the woods. And, you know, the, the sky is now descended into what we will call true darkness. We are past twilight and into the real of evening. The trees here, because we've moved into kind of like a sandy, um, soily area, are kind of scruffy pine-like things. They're very tall. They're very thin. And the, the branches start very low and they, they, they cone up, but they're very like spiky. The, the trees feel like they're kind of dangerous to you on their own. Mm-hmm. And up in the trees, nearly immediately, you start to see glowing eyes. Ooh. What do you do? So I'm like, we come in peace. And I show him the beads. You hear from a number of the trees a sort of ruffling of feather sounds. Do you want to turn the lights off so it doesn't annoy the owls? Okay. Okay, yeah, yeah. All right. So All yeah, right. as you as you turn off the lights, um you get kind of a a, a brief a moment of uh the dark adjusts and yeah, Richie's entirely right. Whatever these things are, they're also owls. Sin, do you have any hoagie left? <laughs> I always have some hoagie left. Okay, you you specified it was cheese steak. So I think yes. maybe you want to want to put a bit of cheese steak like just throw it in front of you to see if the owls want some. So I reach into my pocket mm-hmm. where I have some sandwich left, and I safe pocket, of course, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so I do what Richie suggested. So I mean, you know, as a naturalist, I've got to say the moment is quite lovely. Um, you 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 throw it, and like you're expecting to kind of like toss it on the ground, but it doesn't even get near the ground. As soon as it leaves your fingers, one of these giant birds just whooshes silently out of the tree and snatches the food out of the air with its long legs and clawed feet, and it disappears up into another tree. Have either of you ever seen, like, a barn owl or anything like that in real life? No, we, we, have, um, we have comical owls here called the yes, tawny you know, frog mouth. Yeah, so imagine a, a tawny uh, frog mouth, um, but, like, I don't know, 20 sizes bigger, 20 times bigger. Wow. Whatever it was that just flew past you is way bigger than you think an owl should be. Do we still have an invoke on Dark Watchers? Yes. Or did we? Okay. We have one. We have one. Yeah. Okay. So we'll, do you want to use our invoke on Dark Watchers to try to, like, communicate with them? Yes. All right. Who, who's going to talk to them? You? <laughs> well, you're the academic and the cultist, yeah. right? And so I feel you're like... probably still chewing, so... <laughs> Oh, that chew and it gets you every time, huh? <laughs> I'll use social worker with um, dark watchers. So I rolled a plus one. 
plus one. Okay. Okay. And okay. Skill. Yeah. And social workers, so that's three. Three. And mm-hmm. then I invoke dark watches to try to talk to them. That puts it up at a five. Okay. Okay. Um, so I'm going to tell you to communicate with this particular type of whatever it is. Um, I would normally say that this is a little tricky. This is like the three. You still right. beat it, but you didn't beat it with style. So it's up right. to you. You can just we can just go from there, or you can also tag one of your personal aspects if you want. Um, my one of my personal aspects, my vision board, is that I'm I'm hoping for a better tomorrow. Uh, so yeah. I feel like I can try to use that to talk to the uh, the dark watchers because. I, I'm trying to find a solution whereby I don't work with the mafia, but I also don't <laughs> actively oppose and attempt to extort the mafia, because I feel like both those aren't really great outcomes. Oh, I love that. All right. Okay. That Yeah, that's that's a juicy aspect in the scene I kind of wanted to see yeah, come into play. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we imagine, we imagine Richie kind of, you know, he's, he, he steals himself to this and he, he steps forward and and we get one of those like rousing speeches where he like lays out all of the knowledge that he has. He knows that this place belongs to these spirits and that, that this, these white assholes have come in here and they don't belong there. And he knows that. And he's just, you know, he's afraid because he can't stand up to them on his own, you know, and it's like, it's, it's like a movie moment. Like that's going to be the clip. This, that's that's the speech that that other young actors will use when they're trying to get a job down the road. Like it's it's that kind of moment. It's beautiful. Um, you hear like a, a rhythmic flapping of wings, but they're not flying off or anything. It's almost like they're they're pounding their wings to kind of like summon something or cause something to happen. Maybe it's applause. Your ego wants it to be. Yeah. And, and kind of out of the darkness, the biggest owl yet, and it's on the ground, so it's on ground level with you, you know, it, can, it takes a couple of steps forward, and I don't know if you've ever seen, but owls can actually have very long legs, um, but these are even more exaggeratingly long. This thing is easily 10 feet tall, um, and it is it is an owl, but in addition to it being an owl, it has a small risen human face and it is in fact the face that you have already seen is it the lady it sure is she she steps forward out of the um, out of the out of the darkness and moving into the little bit of moonlight that makes itself available and yeah i mean it's horrific because there's absolutely no reason that a human face should be in this giant owl um the the, the familiar and the unfamiliar coming together is very disquieting but she doesn't seem aggressive at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, her her wings kind of flutter, and they generally like owl birds are just kind of occasionally fluttery like that. And you know, she tilts her head, and it goes like you know, full sideways kind of thing, mm-hmm. um, like like out of Princess Mononoke kind of thing. And she simply says, "Speak. What's your offer?" Another 50? <laughs> the head rattles back up the street at that point, and like you have this momentary, like, we're gonna die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and instead of like dying, 
she laughs. <laughs> she laughs and the trees around you like shudder with the wings of all of the other beings. And she takes another couple of steps towards you, but not necessarily aggressively. And she says, my child, money means very little to those of us who live between the worlds. I appreciate the suggestion, but no, tell me what you will do for me and my children. So can I just like sort of take Richie and push him forward in front of me being like, yeah, Richie, tell her, tell her. We're going to offer me. Flies off with Richie, that's it. (laughs) The end. That's that's hardly like appropriate for me because this morning, like all my bird friends landed and I had to go feed them. (laughs) One day they're gonna turn on me. Turns out you're gonna return to your people, actually. It's fine. You know, I I one of the birds I look after, it's it's a lark and one of its feet is crippled and it can't walk properly. So I feel like this is setting up something later down the line where, like, it it rescues me somehow. (laughs) (laughs) That is pure folklore. That is good. I'm going to steal that and write it later. Um. (laughs) All right. So she she laughs. Richie gets kind of pushed forward to to offer something. Hmm. Well, I'm trying to figure out what, what we can actually offer them. I have an idea. The owls need a place to live. And I'm sure the mafia doesn't even care what they build. The mafia are going to run an owl sanctuary. <laughs> That's a perfect compromise. Yeah, I, 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 is it? <laughs> oh, what, so what are, you, what are you saying to the old owl lady? What are you saying to her? I'm not saying it. She's saying it. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. So since the mafia is building something on the construction site, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They probably don't care what to build. It's probably something to do with money or laundering or I don't know. <laughs> what if they build something for the owls to live peacefully in? Like Reborn built a whole mountain. I was, I was waiting for that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know that the mafia is quite as powerful as Reborn, but, you know, that's fair. Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, she, she's only, pro- like, she, she's, she's sapient, of course. Uh, but remember, she's she's operating on a spirit level. She's she's yeah. something different. She okay. tilts her head the other way, and she's trying to process what you've just offered her. And, then, <laughs> and you know, her her her, ruffle, her feathers ruffle a little bit, and she says, "You can control the ugly humans and make them build me a mansion." I'm sorry. She'll say like palace. Say yeah, yeah. Um, I think so. Mm. She she not. Mm, I don't I don't know I don't know I don't Richie. What do you think? <laughs> I, I think you should have thought before you suggested the mafia build an owl sanctuary for this this monster in front of us. Um, uh, I think we should ask the owl. Well, the the owl has shown some sort of. Um, some sort of interest in having a palace built for them. So I think we'll, we'll continue down that road and we'll say that, all right, let's say, um, you're not, you're not completely opposed to things being built here. It's just how and why they're being built. Is that what it's getting at? She, she, she thinks about this and she nods a little bit and she says, we brood where we brood. Right. 
So they're they're like a genius loci of this yeah. area. Yes. Yes, yeah, that's correct. I cannot leave this place and my children cannot leave until they are mature. This could take centuries, you understand. Mm. If there were a shrine of adequate safety and the people who lived here were of my kind, she suggests, and she sort of gestures in generally to you, not like you. Okay, how about we ask Chris to build a third, like, floor or an attic or something on the building, and then the owls can just roost there? And never a human would invade that space? No, because they'd have to mess with the mafia. <laughs> They're very good at making sure people people do it their told, so if the attics were kept as sacred spaces, I think we could consider this cohabitation. We could even try a rooftop garden. Efforts to drive us away after this deal has been struck will result in me eating many children. Do you understand? We don't even live here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a them problem. Then the deal is struck. Mm, yes. Build us shrines in your places of living. Mm, yes. Do you want to give it some more hoagie as a way of saying thanks? <laughs> so I reach down in my pocket where I have more sandwich and I like have it in the in my palm, you know, and like reach yeah. out, try to give it to her. So it happens so fast, you barely see it. Um, but the it's almost as if the space between where it was standing and you um, is of no consequence to this being. It is simply now in front of you and it's big uh, owl eyes in its human face are like right on your level. And it says, I only eat people, not steak. And then it pulls back up and it's kind of laughing like this was very funny. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you're so funny. <laughs> With like a sweat drop. Laugh politely. Laugh politely. Good, good one, L. Can we like back away slowly and sort of like smiling and half bowing being like, oh, this was great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah maybe throw, throw them some bread. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. She takes no further aggressive aggressive action towards you. She just kind of waits yeah. until you start to, yeah. to disperse. Yeah. You could even like, you know, if if the mafia are involved, just be like, look, if you want to dispose of people, those owls aren't going to leave anything behind. You know what? <laughs> I know how we convince Chris to make this happen. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. So our intrepid heroes, and I say that in square qu scare quotes, um, have retreated from the 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 wizen owl uh, spirit, and um, you know the the night passes from there where they return home. They change their underpants. You know whatever they got to do after that experience, <laughs> and. Uh, and and light kind of rapidly turns over into dawn. Um, you know that that quick speed up of like the the sun yeah. rising in the distance kind of thing. Montage of cars going along streets. Perfectly correct. Yeah. Yes, exactly yeah. right. And uh, we find ourselves once again early morning, um, and we find ourselves at the construction site. There's a couple of guys kind of hanging around, um, but you don't see sign of Chris yet. Mm hmm. Uh, okay, so I might use Investigator to ask about why no one's seen Chris. Give me them rolls. Okay, and it is... Oh, it's a negative two. 
but I'm plus I'm plus three, so it's still a plus one. Oh, okay. All right. All right. So this is not an extraordinarily fantastic role, but yeah, the, the guy's coming on. They're like, we don't know. He's he's never late like this. Of course, he doesn't usually drink the way he did last night. Mm. That guy's fucked. <laughs> I hear, like one of them starts to say, "I hear," and then like another of them kind of like hushes him because he's clearly about to jump into some gossip. But so he yeah. keeps us there at that moment. Wait, waiting for Chris to show up. Or? Well, I feel like we need to figure out where he lives and go visit him because this is like troublesome. I mean, there are theoretically a couple of ways you could do that. Is that what we're supposed to do, or are we supposed to just wait? I don't know. Hey, there's, there's no supposed to. It's whatever you guys want to do. <laughs> okay, well, Richie, what do you want to do then? What do you think um, we should do? Did Chris leave us any contact details apart from, like, the site? Okay, do you want to, well, do you want to just ring Chris and ask how he's doing? Okay. This provider is not available. Ooh. Ooh. Hmm. Does does Chris sleep with the owls now? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I guess we have to go investigate his house because he went home last night. But how how do we? I mean, I guess we could like look in his um his trailer, his trailer see if yeah. he's got yeah. anything that'll yeah. lead us to his house. Yeah, yeah, that's more like yeah. it. Yeah, guys. I I would need to distract everyone while okay. you did that, so. I I might roll on organizer to see if I can like get everyone like talking ah. to me while you surreptitiously break a door down. I really <laughs> like that idea. Yeah. So why don't why, why don't we have um Richie, why don't you go ahead and, and um create an advantage that mm-hmm. is based on your organizing and then we can use that as a helper for Sin, okay? Okay. Um I'll explain to the other construction workers okay. that we might have a solution to their owl problem, but they'll just have to come and talk to me at the other end of the construction <laughs> site. Conveniently over in this direction. Conveniently, yeah, yeah. Conven- no, uh, no, conveniently near um, near something where maybe a pneumatic hammer is being used that's very loud. <laughs> ah, it is worth noting, no construction is happening right now. Oh, okay, okay. These guys are just kind of hanging around, like you know. Okay, I'll I'll ask them to demonstrate all of the different tools to me, <laughs> oh, so I can make sure none of them are haunted. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm okay. gonna roll, but that's good. That's good. Okay, so I rolled a zero. Okay, but and? I'm plus two, so it's a two. All right. That's cool. That's cool. So you do have. We'll put up a little aspect now that that's um. Yeah. So basically, it's very clear to you immediately that none of these guys are actually construction workers. <laughs> They're no. really, they're really excited about the tools that they have, and they are totally willing to like try something. But you know, there's no safety protocol going on here. These are just a bunch of goons hanging around in construction hats. <laughs> However, they do like noisy things, so you got that going for you, uh-huh. right? <laughs> I guess I can roll on trying to like punch the door in. What if you still have Ashvalt Excalibur? I do. That's just true. use that to smash the door in. I think yeah. I can probably keep the um keep them occupied for longer because I have a very rudimentary knowledge of workplace health and safety regulation. Because <laughs> I have to, it's something that I have to be like au fait with at a you community college. Smooth so. ocean music, go for it. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. yeah, yeah. That's cool. Okay, um, so I'm bullshitting while Sin is smashing a door in. 
Sure. Okay. okay. I'm going to roll on my smash. Yeah, and remember, you can freely invoke on Excalibur there. What does that mean again? I'm sorry, sorry. Just make your roll. Go ahead and make your roll. Okay. My roll is zero, but my skill is like four, so mm-hmm. I'm four. Okay. And if you, so you remember, you can twice now from here out, you can call on Excalibur and that'll give you a plus two. You don't have to use them, but if you want to, you could use it right now. I feel like a door is easy to break down. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. So there's one mighty hoofed, but it, <laughs> it happens at exactly the right time as something else goes off on the other side where Richie and the goons are. Um, which, by the way, dope album on that, uh, Richie and the Goons. Um, so, I'm now giving Sin like an okay sign. Yeah. And, and you know, she, she hits that spot in the door that kind of makes, let's just say, not the door, but like that whole like wall kind of thing, just kind of <laughs> slide down to the ground. These things are not well built, okay? Um, so, I mean, like, the thing is still standing. There's three walls. There's just only three walls. And you can just walk in. It's no problem. <laughs> you know, I, I picture you just, like, gingerly, like, picking up something from the table and then the whole thing collapsing. <laughs> I mean, we have the built-in excuse that any damage to the site was caused by the owls. Hey, you've yeah. got plenty of excuses. Don't yeah. worry about it. Um, yeah. All right. So you're you're um you're in there. How are how are you? It's a pile of paperwork. How are you going to find exactly the right bit of information? Well, I'm really good at making manuals. Yeah. So I have an intuitive understanding of paperwork. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I feel like intuitive understanding of paperwork is such a good aspect. I wish you had that on your sheet. It's good. Um, that's dynamite. Go ahead and give me, I don't know. Can I do spy? Like, spy yeah, 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 absolutely. Absolutely. That's perfect. All right. So I'm going to do that. Fingers crossed. Plus two. Yes. So I have two here and I have two on spy. So that's four. Okay. All right. Four. Gorgeous. All right. Uh, yeah. You find his address. Of course you do. So, uh, <laughs> Um, and we'll say for, for the sake of dramatic timing and everything, you find it, it's fine. You step out of the, what would have been the doorway if there was still a wall there. And, uh, you know, right behind you, the whole thing collapses (laughs) and everybody in the place kind of turns and looks over at you. Yeah. I would just like to say that was, tell them all that was the owls. It's like, oh no. Those darn owls, Those huh? darn dark watchers are destroying the construction site. Quickly, Sin, we have to leave to prevent <laughs> this from happening again. I love it. It's perfect. <laughs> I'm going to call that one clear. You are safe in the scene. You guys are out. Um, all right, so you've got an address. So we take the bus to go to his place. There is nothing more like glamorous than leaving the scene of a crime to a bus stop. Um, <laughs> I just love that we'd have to wait at the bus stop so the destroyed yeah. construction site and the irate mafia are just like looking at us. <laughs> We're just like sometimes waving. And it's only like it's only 20 feet away too, so it's not even that far from you guys. Can I take my asphalt expeller with me on the city bus? Yeah. 
I'm gonna say no. Alright, so I leave it on the sidewalk and I'm like, wait for me here, little guy. I'll be back for you. <laughs> Weirdly, no one else can pick it up, so it's still there when you get back. It's, it's Exactly. It's like yeah. the Excalibur. Yeah. Um, you guys are living the millennial life, riding that bus back to the city. Um, yeah. yeah. That's perfect. Go ahead. Um, okay. So you, uh, so you, so you go through, um, what, you know, what's the sort of outskirts, the suburbs, back into the city proper. Um, you know, the, the diversity of population is present on all sides. You know, there's these big, beautiful Hollywood era buildings. Um, then the Spanish missions with their beautiful clay roofs and, uh, you know, bodegas and, and like, you know, you know, kind of shady spots here and there. And, you know, San Gennaro is a beautiful, diverse city full of character and culture. And you're driving through all of that because, of course, this asshole doesn't live in any of the cool places. <laughs> and you are headed up into what uh, is named Eva Blue. And Eva Blue is, you know, it's where the rich guys live. Not the old money rich guys, but, you know, the, the Hollywood age, the golden age of cinema. Um, everybody who's become rich since then wants to live in Ava Blue. And, um, you know, you don't go up into the mountains, the real famous mountains where the rich people live. You're, you're down at the cusp of that. So this is not even somebody who, who ranks up there, but it's a, it's a, you know, it's a, it's an okay home. It's not, it's surprisingly close to the road. There's no like, security at the gate or anything like that this is a wannabe if that makes any sense yeah mm-hmm. yeah okay all right so you you know you get off in that neighborhood you walk over there you were not given too many funny looks because you know you guys are pretty mundanely dressed or whatever mm-hmm. um and n- neither of you are carrying weapons made of concrete so you know you got that going for you <laughs> and uh yeah you, you come up on the house and and oddly enough the door of the house is ajar. So can we like poke our heads in and be like, hello? You can absolutely do that. Is that what you're doing? Okay. Um, Your your voice echoes from inside of the building and you, no, you get no response. So I might use investigator. Okay. To see if I can figure out what's going on. So I'll roll. Okay. And it's a negative two, All but right. I get it. I get plus three, so it's plus one. All right, that's fair. That's fair. So, in the old radio dramas, in the the detective dramas of the forties, you'd always have characters walk into a place that the door is ajar, and uh, you know they'd look around a little bit, and then somebody would stop by a couch, and you know that you would hear them gasp, and then someone else would say, "What is it?" And you go over there. And stretched out behind the couch is always a body. Uh, that's true this time too. Oh, yeah. There's there's a dead guy, and by a dead guy, I mean a dead Chris. This genre savvy owls. <laughs> genre savvy owls that have um, silenced pistols and a a good knowledge of um, you know two to the head, one to the chest. Uh, nothing else in the home is touched. It's not like drawers have been thrown open. This this was not a search, if you know what I mean. 
I have an assassin perk. You do. Can I roll on it to try to see if I can get more information by looking at the body or something? Yes, you can. Go for it. Okay. So, it's plus two, and my assassin thing is one, so I get a three. You get a three? All right, that is very nice. So, we're going to call that creating an advantage here. Um, So, we're going to give you the aspect, the note. Okay? So, in, in the process of kind of, like, squaring that off with what your understanding of how assassins work, thank you very much, the policy. (laughs) you check for any kind of like calling card or evidence of who did this because it's clearly a hit you don't need to make a roll for that but who did the hitting you know it's probably not the owls i mean probably uh (laughs) and you you definitely find a calling card tucked into his pocket uh unfortunately the calling card is in italian that's like italian but said with an eastern accent sorry (laughs) do either of you read italian i'm just curious No. Can you type in Discord what it says? Maybe we can like figure it out. I I, I really I'm really flattered that you think that I can speak Italian. <laughs> I I think we um we would just have to. I mean, we could go back to the construction site because you said a lot of those guys were like Italian. Yes, absolutely. They, yeah. they absolutely or, certainly. Or we could go to the university and ask someone there. Yeah, it's up to you. Or. Isn't there like a Google app? Just run it through Google Translate. Okay. You can run it through Google Translate. Yeah, let's do that. Let's run it through Google Translate. Okay. All right. All right. Um, Give me just one second on that. Uh, Let's see. Google Translate. So now I have translated into Italian, and now I'm going to translate it from Italian back into English. Let's see how that works. Mm -hmm. Is Google Translate too smart now? And it's not funny. (laughs) Probably. I like that this is the thing that takes the longest amount of time. <laughs> and I'm like walking around with my phone trying to catch a signal. This is taking yeah. so long. I'm worrying that we're interfering with a crime scene. I mean, <laughs> you definitely are. <laughs> There's no question there. Uh, yeah, the, the Google Translate is, because Google Translate's apparently really good these days. And it, it's roughly like disrespect you did, death the only answer you know, the family or something like that. Ah. Uh. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But like the, the family and like, it's maybe a name or something is in like this beautiful script. Like this is, this is signed, sealed and delivered as it were. Is there any evidence of a, a small baby with a fedora? <laughs> I'm going to say no. I'm going to give you that one. <laughs> I mean, there was certainly an assassination here. It right. doesn't seem that it was committed. The um, the angle of the bullets is definitely too high for it to have been a baby. I see. Yeah. <laughs> so, Richie, what do we do now? Well, the two options are tell the police or go yeah. back to the construction site. And okay. I feel like right now um, we should probably head back to the construction site and try to sort out what's going on there. Yeah. Because they'll want to know that the, that the boss is dead and the owls will also want to know. All right. So we, we get one of those, like, you know, we, you're weighing the options. You're like, I think we need to go back to the construction site. Mm-hmm. And then there's like, there's a wipe, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. 
and we, we cut back to the construction site and you guys are standing there with the note. Now, are you just going to hand this note over to one of these goons or what? We'd need to see who is like the head goon. There's <laughs> um, definitely a guy who's like the second in command. He's, he, he's, he's trying to get things organized, but like the guys he has to work with, they're not construction workers. And Chris was clearly some kind of loser because he's not showing up. It's a big mess. Right. And you're gonna you spot him pretty quickly. You're gonna just bring the note to him. I think we should we should call him aside first. Yeah, yes. we don't we don't want to alarm the other goons. Yes. <laughs> Would socialite be appropriate here to try and like, like talk to him nicely or something? Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, so I I tried to be like, hey, come here. You know, we work for Chris. We have something to ask you. Okay. All right. So what I'm going to say here is that like, he's inherently distrustful of the entire situation because everything is kind of kvutched. So um, you are going to have to overcome his suspicion. And I'm going to say his suspicion is like, let's say it's at a two. It's kind of high now. Okay. So you go ahead and give me a socialized roll and I want you to beat that too. So you have okay. to get a clear better. All right. Ah, ah. Um, I'm. It's minus one, and my socialite. Oh. So my socialite is two. So uh, I score a one. <laughs> you score a one. Okay, so you have failed. We can roll with that. That's not necessarily a bad thing. We can roll with that. You know, it's good for story. Or <laughs> you can call on some of your aspects. It's up to you. Like, do I call on the uh, asphalt Excalibur? Don't. <laughs> I was okay. really. You're just. What you did to hit him over the head with, with your pipe? It worked last time. Um, is is that your plan? You're going to call an ex? Uh, the I guess because I got the Excalibur back from the bus stop, right? So yeah, I kind of have it with me when I walk on the construction site. So yeah. I'm thinking about it, but Rich is looking at me like, no. So I'm like, okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't see how any of my aspects can help me uh, okay. gain someone's trust in this situation. Yeah? Which Look one? Look at that high concept. I contacted someone? Yeah. How could that help? Who could you contact here that would help you out? The Vongola family? <laughs> There's an entire other mafia family that they've never heard of. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not a course I'd recommend. <laughs> Just imagine that actually happening. And you're just reeling off characters from Reborn and events from that series. Um, we need Hibari here. He'll solve it. Well, I, well, I'm curious to see where that would go. Let, let me point out that you are a podcaster. And, um, you know, one of the things that you're real good at is convincing people to come on your podcast even when it doesn't make sense, right? So, do I tell him? If you help us out here, you'll be on our podcast. You could give it a try. <laughs> okay. 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 Let's do that. <laughs> what? So we have a podcast in this universe now? You do. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry you had to find out this way. It's a work in progress. You haven't been on it yet, but you will yeah. be. Don't worry. Um, what you should do is you should say, like, the mafia get a really unfair rap these days. Mm-hmm. So I would like to give you an opportunity <laughs> just to clear the air about how you're just trying to help people. Yeah. Okay. 
Let's okay. go with that. All right. So you guys get off the bus. Sin picks a concrete sword <laughs> up off the ground. I imagine because of its weight, stretches it across her shoulders. Why not? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Whistling to herself as she walks merrily along. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Strides up to this guy who is like very concerned about his situation. And uh, she just says, hey, you, the mop gets a bad rap. (laughs) 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 And he turns and he looks at the two of you and he's deeply insulted that you have called him a mobster. I'm going to point that out. However, there was a sparkle in his eyes that tells you only one thing is possible. He's a real big fan of podcasting in general. Cut to his his um like his Apple uh, iPod yeah. kind of thing, and you can yeah. see that he's got all the podcasts out. He's got he's got you know Night Vale. He listens to <laughs> as it happens. He you know, and he because he you know he he recognizes that you were in fact you were the lady in that that viral video. So you're kind of famous. Like, so despite all odds, he actually believes that you have a podcast that can help him become podcast famous which is a different degree of famous but let's just pretend it's real (laughs) and so he's like yeah i i guess i can be on your podcast i i'm i'm real confused i thought you guys were like exterminators so did i so did i (laughs) this does not assure him at all but he, he nods like confused nodding yeah Richie, you're good with words. <laughs> I mean, he's coming towards you now. He's, he wants to okay. podcast. But first, but first. <laughs> we have some very bad news about Chris. And uh, we need to tell you about this uh, in private. Yeah, all right, everybody, take lunch. And, like, the guys kind of wander off to go eat pizza. When he says take lunch, does sin also take one. Yeah, I'm like preparing to walk away. You've blown our entire mafia extortion money on hoagies in 48 hours. I like the mental image of him saying take lunch and like Sin starting to walk away and just Richie reaching off camera and pulling her back off camera. Uh huh. Okay, so um, if I'm just laying out what we found to him, is that a skill roll? No, or... no, not at all. Okay, also... so I'll just lay out that um, Chris, Chris's there was a hit on Chris. His face drops immediately, and he like looks around to make sure that the conversation is kind of between the three of you. He's like, "How do you how do you know it was a hit?" There was a note that was signed. Uh, do, do we, Sin, do we want to show him the note? Yeah, let's show him the note. Okay. Okay. You you show him the note and he looks at it and like he scans it but like not like he's processing what the words say. He just looks right down to that signature on the end and it looks like his ghost leaves his body and he has to like fight to pull it back in. It's that kind of response. He's terrified at this point. And he's like, I don't know what you guys know about any of this. I don't know who we were working with. I don't know nothing about nothing. But I'm I'm not crossing that. Whatever business Chris had that got him killed by them people, it ain't me. Man, I I can't be a part of this. None of like that's that's way above our pay grade. 
I will roll investigate to try to get some more information. And I, oh God, I got a negative three. <laughs> so it's just zero. So it's just zero. Since and I, I have an idea. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I have an idea. Yeah. Okay. You have you have a stunt called Guest on My Stream that lets other people use your influence. So I think you should use it to get the fact he's really into podcasting to pay more attention to me to make up for the fact that I botched the role. Okay, let's do that. Okay. Okay. Okay, okay. Uh so what do you do? You kind of put your arm around Richie and say, like, this is my co-host, right? Yeah. Yeah. I say, I'm like, okay. <laughs> I, I suppose I am. I suppose I am. The confidence in that statement is really, really <laughs> easy stories. I mean, that's how it happened in real life. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. It's a dark mirror, really. Yeah. I mean, like, he nods. Like, he's, he's, he's excited about the fact that, you know, if he doesn't get murdered by the mafia, um, he can be on a podcast. That's cool. Uh huh. But he's like, I don't know what you guys want me to tell you. Like, you know, Chris is a distant cousin of mine. I knew his father. Yeah. I came here for work. I mean, listen, I'll be honest with you. I'm the only guy around here who actually knows anything about construction. Everybody else around here, well, you know, they're, it's a job for a favor. You know what we, I mean? We got that impression. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, like, I don't know, man. What do you want me to tell you? But okay, we'll, we'll we'll start with what what the sign on the um the note means. Yeah. Look, there are there are different degrees of criminal. You know what I mean? Chris's dad, he was not an upstanding citizen. Chris, likewise, he cooked some books. He did some things that you know we frown upon in general. The name on that piece of paper belongs to a family who has been part of San Gennaro long enough that everybody has forgotten they're a part of San Gennaro. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's old money evil, okay? Those right. are names you do not cross. I don't know what that has to do with this construction site, but it seems to me that they don't want us building here. I personally have no vested interest in seeing these stupid houses get built. So can I turn to Rich and be like, Richie, do you think we can get the owls to eat that other family? <laughs> um, well, I feel like the other family were stopping the houses, though, weren't they? Oh, I see. Sorry, I misunderstood that a little bit. My bad. So I'm like, never mind. <laughs> What it looks like from the outside, you know, to kind of lay it out plain is Chris's, you know, his family is like mobsters from another part of the country that came here trying to set up business. In setting up business, they picked a track of land that they thought the old family wouldn't care about. But instead of the old family caring about it, the owls cared about it. Now, why the old family suddenly comes up to be protective of basically the land is still a mystery. Hmm. 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 Okay, so there's two possible lines here, which is that we ask the old family or we ask the owls. I'm going to say we ask the owls because we have a pre-existing good relationship with them. That's true. And um, they're less likely to kill us. Well, that's questionable. <laughs> I know, but considering the other people, like, in terms of deaths, yes, 
No one has died from the owls yet. I mean, I wouldn't go that far, but... <laughs> They've just vomited up Well, yeah. in, in, in this story. That's true. That's fair. We've, we've had some, some stomach upsets. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, <laughs> I, th- I think we should, we should maybe talk to the owls. Okay. Right. But before we go, can I get a sandwich? Well, it, what time is it? Because we might have time to get a sandwich before dusk. It's um, yeah, it's it's still pretty early okay. morning. I I will admit that the uh, the guy, the sort of second in command here, who is definitely not as well connected as Chris was, he is he's yeah. sweating his brow, he's wiping his brow, he's talking to one of the other guys now, and you kind of overhear that like, okay, Chris is dead, his dad is dead. I don't even know who's in charge anymore. Is this key for us to say we're in charge? I don't know, is it? I was I was worried. <laughs> Are we a mafia family now? <laughs> no, I just imagine who's in charge here and you just like give this little like smile while you're holding your concrete thing. <laughs> I don't know. Do you want to push on these guys? Do you want to see if you can kind of convince them that like it's in their best interest to vacate? How can we do that? How can we do that? Well, you can throw some things together. You can um, one of you can build an aspect for the other, then to try to build an aspect on top of that. That's some good teamwork. Well, actually, no, we promised the owls construction. So I think we should probably go talk to the owls. We'll talk to the owls first. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So let's go okay. talk to the owls first. Okay. So as as we're leaving, I'll tell the goon that Patreon is great for money laundering. <laughs> He will not. He won't. But he will nod. All right, cool. So you guys go. You go get some snacks. Hey. If you take a little walk around the area, you're not far from like, you know, a neighborhood that has like um. You you can go get some street food. I don't know if you've ever had the pleasure that is a street taco. Okay, let's go get a street taco. So these are small flour tortillas. You get like whatever your choice of meat is. You know, they're lightly seasoned with some pico de gallo, which is like, you know, real chunky salsa. Um, Maybe there's some cilantro if that's to your tastes. Sometimes it's squeezed with lime, especially if you've got a like a seafood, like a um, shrimp or 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 something like that. And I highly recommend if you ever get an opportunity, please find yourself some really, really good street tacos and just go to town because you eat like four of them. It's so good. I get like 10. Nice. Perfect. Okay. I'll go look for a falafel stand. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you are all set up. You have had some lunch and, and, uh, night is quickly, quickly approaching. Are you going to do anything else other than eat and relax before night comes? I think we should make sure that Sin has a couple of the street tacos left in case yeah. we need to make an offering to the owls. Yeah. yeah. Making an offering to the owls yeah. of street tacos. That feels right. <laughs> That feels good. Yeah, yeah. I will also note that as you were you were in the sort of adjacent neighborhood that's, you know, a little bit more Hispanic and that sort of thing, you will notice that there are a couple of, mm, shall we say, suspiciously unmarked cars that have just, they've taken a, a short trip through the neighborhood and then they've gone along the path that leads towards the, uh, the construction site. Um, but then you kind of lose track of them along the way. Hmm. Do we recognize any of the cars? They're black sedans with no plates. Okay. Which is, by the way, illegal in California. (laughs) 
Okay. Okay. All right. So we'll, okay. we'll just say that is, um, you know, possible future badness looming in the background. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, uh, yeah, evening falls and you begin as you approach the area. Um, you did remember that magical charm, right? Yeah, I have it on me. Okay, good. Thank God, okay. Yeah. Um, all right. So you see kind of lights in the, in the trees. Um, you are aware that you are in the presence of otherly beings. Who, who wants to say hi to the owls first? Hi, owls. Here's a taco. <laughs> you toss it up in the air and again, somebody swoops down and <laughs> grabs it right out of the air. Not a bit of meat or salsa is spilled. The <laughs> there is definitely a dark shape in the distance that it's probably the lady you talked to, but she's not approaching yet. Mm-hmm. Who who wants to be the um the owl whisperer? <laughs> well, you did so good last time. Yeah, I'll I'll do it. I'll do it while you chew loudly in the background. <laughs> Okay, so um, if I'm just telling the owls, it's not like a skill roll. No, no, no. I'm not trying to get any. Okay, so I'll just tell them that uh, the the guy in charge of the construction site has been killed. The guy who's uh, running the, like, on-the-ground operations doesn't seem to want to continue. Mm -hmm. So it looks like the project might be halted, but at the same time... Uh, we're a little worried because some other people may have tailed us here and are mm-hmm. setting up in the construction site. In a in a kind of quick movement, as as she did with with Sin yesterday, um, the the owl being suddenly like right in your face, and but she's only like it's like she's aligned her left eye with your right eye. If you understand what I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and yeah. she's she's making this direct eye contact with you with her kind of wings. Like, they could just envelop you and you'd be gone and there'd be nothing you could do. And she says, there's the meat of a man who has done me an offense laying around. Why didn't you bring me the offering? Well, maybe he's still in his apartment. Well, no, I mean, that there's some other other people on their way. Perhaps we could we could kill two stones with one bird. <laughs> And there we have the campaign name right there. <laughs> Just stones with one bird. Stones <laughs> with one bird. Hmm. It, it retreat, you know, it moves back a little bit so that it's no longer like right in your grill, and it's like kind of contemplating what you're saying here, but it's clearly not totally following you. There will be no shrines. Well, we we'd have to we'd have to. F- figure out why the other family are so reticent about them building something here. Because if they know about the owls, it might be that, or it might be a coincidence. Yeah. What is it you want of me, human? I'd also like like to point out that the guy who hired us to do this is now dead. This is going to look really bad (laughs) on our feedback, that like the first guy that hired us was killed. Ah, uh, but he would be the one giving you the bad feedback. So in that way, you're in the cool. That's true. Yeah, yeah. We just get neutral. <laughs> can the owl leave us positive feedback on the app? You know who can leave you positive feedback? Whoever has his cell phone. It's an app. We should have stolen his cell phone. Mm. Mm, that's probably probably in the 
taken down for evidence now. I don't know. Have the cops found the body? Look, I didn't call. Did you call the cops? I didn't call the cops. Maybe it's not too late. Okay, technically, if it's an app, we would just need his account because we could download it to anything. That's also true, yes. So we'll yeah. need to steal his phone and cut off his finger so we can access it. I don't think we need. <laughs> you could just find out his password. How are you going to find out his password, Richie? Okay, we cut off his finger, we use it to get the password, and then we give it to the owls as a snack. Yes, perfect. Let's do that. Why one finger? I don't want to cut off any fingers, but I, if I have to cut off fingers, it will be the, the lowest possible number of fingers because I'm very uncomfortable with this whole situation. We just kind of flap a little bit. It's dead anyway. I'll cut off the fingers. Give me the body. Okay, we can do that. Okay, hang on. I just want to get this clear. We we're, we have to get the bus to and from this place, so we're going to have to get a corpse. Yeah. Weekend at Bernie's style. <laughs> yeah. Put it on the bus, pretend it is alive. I mean, you can also <laughs> steal a car, guys. So, like, it's totally doable. Yeah. Like, we could we could Uber it. Like, if we take a duffel bag and put them okay. in it and just, you know. <laughs> you know, I was worried about being involved with the mafia to start with. But now that we're also disposing of uh, the body of a murder victim. <laughs> and interfering with a crime scene. You guys are discussing the realities of what you're about to do. And, uh, you know, you mentioned the word mafia. And it's almost as if, like, summoned from that word alone, you see a couple of unmarked black cars pull up to the construction site. Oh, no. And doors open, and stepping out of one of those doors is a tall, stately, beautiful, pallid woman with, like, dark black curls of hair that just cascade over her shoulders and down her back. She's wearing stilettos that could kill a man. And uh, a couple of guys of, of equal, like, presence, but not singularity, have kind of moved up behind her. And she kind of spots you guys, because she's clearly looking for you. But she's leaning back by the car like she's going to give you a chance to come towards her. Well, um, since I'm facing the owls, yes. the closest person to her is Sin. Yes. So I might just give Sin a little bit of a nudge <laughs> and remind her that it's rude to talk with your mouth full. Turn about it's fair play. She is immaculately dressed. Her suit is custom fitted, like Gucci. Um, those shoes are probably like um, Louis Vuitton. Um, her wardrobe is worth more than you will be in three lifetimes, like that kind of thing. And it's cool because I'm wearing my pajama pants, Hello Kitty yeah. t-shirt, and sneakers. Well, what's interesting about that is for whatever reason, she happens to be wearing a tiny little swarty crystal necklace. It's Hello Kitty. Small world. Aww. <laughs> and she is like, you know, looking down at you because she's very tall and she's in stupid heels. But she hasn't like threatened you or shot you so there's you got that going for you yeah yeah mm-hmm. i think you should use the hello kitty thing as an opener and so i look at her i'm like oh my god i love your necklace i have the same one at home she like lifts a perfectly immaculate manicured hand to her necklace and touches it briefly and she arches a brow faintly and kind of nods at you i'm not a sp- 
especially patient. And she has a very thick old world Italian accent that, again, I'm not going to try to replicate, but you can just pretend. <laughs> Mm-hmm. What are you doing here? I think honesty is the best <laughs> policy. <laughs> because, you know, there's a there's a sense of urgency here. What's the short version that you give her? We wanted to make some pocket money. So we went to this app and did this job posted by Chris to hunt some monsters. Turns out we were hired by the mafia who's actually infringing on sacred land of the owls. And we were trying to figure out a peaceful solution to the mafia owl situation. But then Chris got killed. And now we're back to square one. I'll just nod in the background <laughs> so she knows that we agree. The owl, not that you see it, is nodding also. She folds her arms, um, you know, kind of under her bust, and she considers you a moment, and she says, I don't mean to be cruel when I say this, but you really have no idea what you're doing, do you? I agree wholeheartedly with her. <laughs> yes, Ramirez has quite a fun toy that he's put out into the world. It sends you humans rushing around with like chickens with your heads cut off, doing whatever shows up on it. Ooh really shouldn't be delving into the realms of monsters, but you're here and I admire your courage. So you're the reason that Chris, uh, what's his name? She looks over at her assistant or whatever, and he says the name and she's like, whatever. (laughs) Did you, did you kill him? No. Mm. She nods. That's valid. Do you know what this place is? It's sacred land. And while it might not be our sacred land, there are those of us who are old enough to know that you don't mess with sacred land. Unfortunately, new families aren't always so clever. Hmm. What's your intention here, humans? We kind of just want the owls to be happy. There's a, there's a flicker, like a twinge of, of like a smirk in the corner of her mouth when you say that you want the owls to be happy. Like, maybe she approved of that answer just a little bit. No, it's just, that's, that's fine. And what deal have you struck with these beings? We agreed that a uh, an owl sanctuary would be constructed on this site with a place for them to live. Both of her perfectly plucked eyebrows kind of arch up on her forehead like that. Really? She nods faintly. And how were you planning to make that happen? I don't know. <laughs> well, what was going to happen is that we were going to go to Chris with a proposition. Mm. Okay, so, like, you're used to sending people to sleep with the fishes, right? (laughs) This is a much better way of doing that, because the owls will just eat everything, and there won't be a body, they'll just eat, because owls eat bones, they eat the whole thing, and then they cough up these, like, pellets. So, there's no evidence. There you go. It's a win-win. Yeah. Yeah. She nods faintly, She, she understands what you're saying here, and she's... Not particularly put off by any of your suggestions here. (laughs) I see. Well, you're smarter than I expected. I kind of thought I'd come down here and have a quick meal before cleaning up, but maybe I don't need to. She nods. Consider the matter handled. You don't need to worry about it. Head back to your city. Live your life. uh, Collect your bounty. Is that what they call it? Yes. Yes. Thank you. Mm. And the next time you're looking for work, don't worry about the app. Contact a woman named Caridad up at the USJ. She'll uh, she'll give you more than you can uh, deal with, I think. 
Thank you. It's a deal. Thank you. Oh, yeah. No, no. Thank you. <laughs> so we're just standing there awkwardly, too afraid to move. I'm <laughs> not really sure what to do at this point. She motions and, like, one of the other guys in the car opens a door for you. Before getting in the car, I put Asphalt Excalibur into the trunk. <laughs> These guys let that go. That's cool. That's whatever they're not going to ask. <laughs> and then we ride off into the sunset. <laughs> well, into the sunrise. Yeah. yeah. I love it. And just to, to wrap up what we what we've um, what we've experienced here, um, by the end of your evening, you are possibly responsible for a human death, but it's fine because you're still going to get paid. <laughs> you're definitely responsible for a very powerful, maybe vampire family of mobsters being in control of some kind of otherworldly native spirit. So great job, guys! Thank you. And you might be in bed with the mob. We're still not real clear on yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> that is exactly the way a game of my hunt should go. Very, very nice. <laughs> Thank you. It was beautiful.